In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. My name is Father Matt. I'm one of the co-rectors here, along with Father Spencer and Father Ben. And up until about 9 a.m. this morning, I was not scheduled to preach. Um, But we're in a season of illnesses and uh, unexpected last-minute changes. And so uh, John, who's probably joining us, Crawford from home with a ill Marissa and three kiddos, he called us and said, hey, can you help a brother out? So, we're helping a brother out this morning. Um, friends, usually when I prepare to preach, it is mostly to figure out how to make it less than 50 minutes and to say all the things I shouldn't say publicly, privately. <laughs> and I haven't had time for either this morning. <laughs> so, uh, as always, uh, and maybe even more presently aware, I need God's grace today. Today we, uh, in our readings here, uh, in Epiphany, we're, it's the wedding feast of Cana and the spiritual gift passages from 1 Corinthians 12 and this passage from Isaiah where God promises to put, uh, to, to marry himself to Jerusalem. There's pictures of extravagant abundance taking empty jars and desolate cities and filling them with delight and life. This is the God who was revealed in Jesus, and this is what today we proclaim. And what our eyes behold this epiphany, the kingdom of God is a social abundance. Even now our king is present at work to change the game socially, alleviating shame, elevating status, and inaugurating an abundance for all. What have you run out of today? Let us ask for what we need together. In the gospel, we see a social crisis unfold. We sometimes miss this because of the way our society uh, a cruise and a credits kind of standing and status is a little different than uh, 2,000 years ago, uh, 10,000 miles away. Go figure. <laughs> but running out of wine at a wedding, there's, it's offensive, scandalous, shameful. When you invite people to a wedding and you can't provide for them, and a wine at a wedding is a, a necessity, even more necessary than perhaps the Macarena is today, that you, you are risking social ostracization and shame. So this miracle, turning water into wine, is about something I think more important than proving Jesus is divine. It's about real-world social shame. Jesus cares about real-world shame. And he learns this from his mom. Yes, wine is a sign and symbol of the new age, right? Promise and text like we read today in Isaiah 62. Yes, filling purification water jars used in the cultic system of Israel with water is a striking, prophetic, what we would call street theater. The symbol of exclusivity and maintaining separation and boundaries and managing the ever-creeping, ever-present reality of being impure is all at once replaced or 
fulfilled with a sign and symbol of this overflowing, universal, abundant inclusion of all people in the kingdom of God. Yes. And yes, there's way more wine than needed, way more than even the real housewives of New Jersey could drink. But don't miss this. Jesus saves this unnamed married couple from disastrous social shame because he cares about real-world suffering, real-world loneliness, real-world ostracization. And he learns this from his mom. Mary knows a thing or two about this, doesn't she? 14 years old, pregnant. The Holy Spirit did it. (laughs) Right, Mary. Right. Being pregnant at 14 in this day and age led to all kinds of social shame. Especially uh, when you're not married. Especially when um, you tell everybody God did it. In fact, hundreds of years past this, rumors persisted about the dubious slash nefarious nature of this pregnancy. So Mary, knowing social shame when she sees it, calls Jesus into kingdom ministry, alleviating social shame, elevating social status, the best wine saved to the end. Can you believe these guys? And inaugurating a social rearrangement in his kingdom of abundance. The kingdom of God is social abundance. Even now our king is president at work to change the game socially. Alleviating shame, elevating status, and inaugurating abundance for all. What do you feel like you've run out of today? Let us ask God for what we need together. Paul indicates also in 1 Corinthians this overflowing wine-replacing water season of what does this mean for the world is now a regular pattern of life. And he calls it life by the Spirit. The, the, The grace the Spirit gives, spiritual gifts, he calls them. That word gift is the same word for For grace, it's an impartation. The Spirit operates as Jesus at the wedding of Cana, acting on behalf of others, covering and filling and collecting and overflowing. This is how the Spirit operates. One hallmark of the Holy Spirit is that when we're operating in the power of the Spirit, we move towards each other. Bless alleviate suffering, elevate status with others without a full-page ad in the New York Times, right? Without using it as a way to build a platform or make a name for ourselves. Notice in, this, in Cana, the one who thinks of Cana, it was servants that knew about this. Mary, and then we get wind that the disciples did. That's it. That's it. All through Jesus' ministry, he's like, shh, 
Don't tell anybody. Friends, uh, this, this makes it tricky to celebrate the life of the Spirit that we participate in here at the table. In the last uh, month, we, uh, we have a benevolence fund. Did you know that? Maybe we should talk about that more. We have a benevolence fund, and in the last two, month or two, um, we've, we've helped people pay rent. In fact, um, just this past week, a member of our congregation spent hours helping a woman who is out of work and in need, who's not affiliated with our church. Went to, you would think somebody who wants rent paid would make it easier to pay the rent. They do not. And somebody in our church went above and beyond to help this woman just pay her rent. This Christmas, we were able to buy Christmas presents for a woman that's known in the community in Bates Hendricks. This was something that um, the table group on the north side participated in, and something that the table group uh, in Bates Hendricks, Fountain Square area, participated in. There's others among us who are spending the night keeping watch over aging parents who need a caregiver. The abundant, socially abundant economic of the kingdom of God is at work powerfully among us. It's hard sometimes to celebrate it because we, we don't want to like blow our own horn, you know? But at the same time, I think that bearing witness to this life in the Spirit actualizes the faith in us. It calls us into greater faithfulness, builds us up and reconnects us together and helps us declare what we see. There's countless other ways that this is going on, this life in the Spirit together. We, one, of the, one of the reasons why we're doing this upcoming class on mammon is because we believe that the kingdom of God places an opportunity for an alternative economic of abundance among us. And by economic, I don't just mean like dollars and cents. I mean how we order and arrange our bodies to the things we have, to the things we do, to the things we give, to the things we get. And <laughs> we need a radical reorientation of imagination for what it looks like. What it looks like to participate in filling up empty jars here. Not just with purification, but with abundant overflowing beyond our wildest dreams, life in the Spirit. The kingdom of God is a socially abundant reality. Even now our king is present and at work to change the game, alleviating shame, elevating status, and inaugurating abundance for all. What have you run out of today? COVID has, I think, drained a lot of it from us, <laughs> right? We're moving to a new building in several weeks. Table groups aren't meeting. Some of us feel that in ways that others don't. I'm wearing an N95 mask that doesn't want me to see out of my glasses. It's amazing how much 
time that takes up in my head, like how do I get this mask to work so that I can care for others and myself but also see? Hospitals, not water jars, are overflowing. Mental health, social shame and isolation. In the midst of the ongoing, seemingly unrelenting wave after wave, where do you today have a need? And what are you going to do with it? What have you run out of? Simply just run out. You're out. And maybe it creates shame for you. Maybe it threatens some kind of connection with others or your standing or status in a community. Maybe simply you cannot muster the faith to believe that overflowing abundance can fill that need. Hear this good news today. Mary teaches Jesus and us today. Those who understand social shame and no status teach us today. The kingdom of God is socially abundant. Even now our king is present and at work to change the game socially. This is what the kingdom is. Alleviating shame, elevating status, and inaugurating abundance for all. Where are you in touch with a need today? Let us ask together for what we need. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen.